Somewhere between the worlds of technology and digital design resides the Cash All Podcast. Here to share thoughts, news, and ideas about coding, graphic design, digital tools, and more is your host, Brandon Peterson. Typography is the study, design, and application of typeface and fonts to designs to help enhance a story that's being told. I think typography is something all graphic designers love, even if they don't concentrate on it. And I think we all spend an extra amount of time trying to decide what the perfect typeface is and what the best combinations are. To me, typography is the perfect balance of form and function. The letters themselves spell out the words for a message intended to be delivered, but the manner or appearance that they appear can tell us much more. It can be the difference between reading in monotone or with enthusiasm and expression. If used incorrectly, type can give conflicting messages or communicate the opposite of what was intended. Just think of something as simple as all caps and all lowercase. If you get an email or a text message from someone and it's all caps, why are you shouting at me, right? Perfect example. Here's some advice that I try to follow when using typography with my designs. Number one, going back to the all caps and all lowercase, only raise your voice when necessary. Use all caps or all lowercase appropriately in the right instances. Nobody likes being shouted out. And if we're trying to create a design that is telling a story, we want it to be like recepted by the audience, right? Second tip I have is don't cover up anything important with your text. Don't be afraid to find white or negative space of a graphic, especially when you're doing some uh, motivational or inspirational typography with a background image. Find a blank space in the sky or someplace where there's not going to be too much busyness going around with the design and making it hard to see what's going on in the picture. Uh, because the text is in front of something that that the viewer would like to see. The third thing I have on here is if you want to use tall letters, find a font that is tall letters. If you want to use wide letters, find a font that is wide letters. Don't stretch or flatten the font. It's disrespectful to the type designer. Sometimes it's tempting to kind of narrow the type to fit into an area Uh, But you can adjust the kerning if necessary, but don't try to distort a typeface or a font to something that it wasn't intended to originally look at because it's not going to look great when it's done. People will be able to tell. Fourth item I have on here, use more than, I'm sorry, use no more than two fonts. Uh, If you're looking to add variety, you know, if you have too many different fonts and especially if they're exciting, you have too many things trying to grab attention and we're not able to emphasize what we want and we lose hierarchy of our designs. So if you're looking for some variety with only two fonts, well, first of all, you know, you compare like serif and sans serif, obviously. But if you're if you're trying to find variety within one or two fonts, you can always change the weight of a typeface. Uh, think like bold versus narrow or regular versus italics. There's different ways uh, where you can have that contrast between type 
and not using a totally different typeface for it. Uh, fifth item on my list on here is like not to have too much or too little in a line in terms of characters. Uh, the suggested amounts, depending on what resources you're looking at, suggest 40 to 80 characters for line width to help enhance readability. If you go too few, it gets too chopped up in the message. If you go too many, then the reader is going to lose attention while reading it. Like, especially if you're making something for a flyer or whatever, you just have a few seconds to capture the attention and you want to do everything you can to keep that attention as long as you can. Uh, number six on the list, justify and align your text appropriately. Uh, don't create orphans and widows. So an orphan is where you have just one word underneath the paragraph and it's one word extra. A widow is where you have like your last line on the bottom of a page somehow appears as the, as the line at the top of the next page and then you have a space underneath it and then the next paragraph. So adjust your spacing appropriately to avoid uh, those awkward, lonely words or lines either at the bottom of a paragraph or at the start of a next page. Um, beware of the rivers that flow through your text. So sometimes if you justify your text, you get some big gaps in between the words, and we want to avoid that. Also, kind of along the same lines, avoid centering everything. So use appropriate spaces between letters and words to avoid awkward situations. Um, you can Google examples of poor kerning and kind of see uh, what other people have made mistakes with poor spacing and things of that nature. If you go to the website type.method.ac or if you just search on Google for the Kern game, K-E-R-N, you can find Kern type, which is a letter spacing game. And it challenges you uh, by spacing out the improper spaces between the letters and try to get it as accurately as you can. It's kind of a fun little challenge. If you teach graphic design, you can give that as a challenge for your students to try and set the bar where they can retake it multiple times and like see if they can get to a 90% or higher. Um, along kind of those same lines with spacing, white space or negative space um, doesn't mean a lack of design. You know, just because there's nothing in a space doesn't mean it's a lack of design. White space can certainly enhance a design. And so don't don't think of it as always something negative. Sometimes you want that extra space around it and it's intended to be there. Item number seven, Comic Sans, Papyrus, and other fancy fonts that most likely came installed by default on your computer. We should cast those things away. You can create your own fonts or you can find other examples of fonts that are more creative that millions of people haven't used already on sources like dafont, D-A-F-O-N-T dot com, or even if you're an Adobe Creative Cloud user like myself on the Adobe fonts. Uh, there's another site out there called Calligrapher, C-A-L-L-I-G-R-A-P-H-R. It's an easy way for you to get started creating your own typeface using your handwriting or your hand-drawn lettering. And there's even a free option to get you started. And it's kind of fun to play around with on that Calligrapher site. So I do, man... I do recommend giving that a try and 
seeing how it works for you. Number eight, when you think that it's okay to bevel or emboss or dramatically drop shadows or stroke the outside of your letters, more often than not, it's a bad idea. I, I encourage you to find something else to do uh, instead of that. Try to keep your typeface flat uh, for the most part when doing typography. There's always going to be some exceptions in there, but something to be aware of. Uh, number nine on my list. Don't underrate the value of white type. Sometimes you can bring the, the darkness of the image down a little bit to make it show up a little easier if you need to. But oftentimes I'll see people just go straight to black type um, when white type would certainly show up just great and not take away from the whole design. So don't underestimate, don't under, underrate or underestimate the value of white type. Uh, number 10, pretty important here. I would say pay close attention to the licensing of downloaded fonts, particularly if you're going to a location like DuffFont and you look at those licensing and save those certificates. Is it something that's free to use? Is it free to use but for only commercial use? Is it free to use for personal or commercial use, but you have to um, give the person credit who created it? There's a lot of different licenses out there and be aware of what you're using because people did take a lot of time to create these typefaces and fonts and it's not right to use them for the, for the purpose that they were not intended. So be aware of those licensing, especially if you're creating things that you are intending to sell or if it's for a client where you're making money off of it. And uh, number 11, I was going to go 10 but decided to throw in an 11th on here. 11 is spell check that son of a gun. Even if you're using Photoshop, you know, oftentimes I'll find myself making this mistake. I'm in design mode. Everything looks amazing. And I mistyped a word on there. And because it was a design or a graphic, I, you know, didn't really think of proofreading. So um, especially with that typography, make sure that spelling is right. Make sure the punctuation and all those other things are well taken care of before you send that off to press. All right, that's my list. 11 helpful tips for typography. What am I missing? You can at me on Twitter at Code Peterson or share some of your typography projects that you've been working on. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe if you want notified the moment of new episode releases. You can interact with me online on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok using my handle, CodePeterson, or by visiting CodePeterson.com.